Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Tuesday, March 14th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. This it's Pi Day, Beckler. It is Pi Day 3.14. Which means that you should go and get pizza. Every time I see Pi Day, I think of you. I'm like, it's, an, it's a natural excuse to have pizza today. Yeah, Panago's got a deal on right now. They do. We're advertising it. Maybe I'll hit that up tonight. That's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, on the show today, we're going to talk about this strange article about radio that the Beaverton posted. An etymology, a Lord of the Rings meme that cracked me up. The Japanese fans at the World Baseball Classic are incredible. They yeah. did something that would just not happen anywhere else nope. in the world in terms of sports fans. Your biggest financial mistake, we're going to talk about accidentally cutting off a finger one of the last places where you can truly be alone. More fun with fungi. <laughs> Surprise tattoos and a Terry of the Month nominee after your out-of-context clip of the show. What is it? What do you smell? Man flesh. Jeez. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I'd like to nominate a Terry of the Month if I could, Beckler. We are always accepting nominees for Terry of the Month. Okay, so this was submitted by friend of the show, Ross. Uh, he came across this company in Wisconsin uh, called Terry's Excavating. And he took Strong a, start. Yes, absolutely. And he took a photo of the truck where the tagline is, your hole is our goal. <laughs> that sounds like Terry. That's... That sounds like the guy we know. Also, <laughs> I like the website is terryexcavating.com, but it just, it looks like Terry sexcavating. Like mm. it's just a very, uh, the way that they've prominently displayed everything about it is. Terry does is, excavations as well, I'm almost certain. Absolutely. So. <laughs> he'll... He'll excavate your hole your at any hole point. Your hole is our goal. Your hole is our goal. Damn so, it, Terry. Yeah, and you know, you know, Terry was proud of himself. Oh he came yeah, up with that. he was like, "Look what I've, look what I've got, guys." The boys howled about that oh, one for a week. Oh, they sure did. Yeah. yeah, had a few, had a few buds <laughs> tossed her back and came up with that one. Uh, I then looked into the business myself because I, I like to do a little research, and uh, the, the reviews are not good either. Um, the first one just says, Terry also owns a storage facility. Of course he does. Very crafty. Uh, he operates the business in violation of standard business practice, ignores contractual obligations, and his quote-unquote excavating business is probably the same. Terry's not a big rules guy. No, no. But if he, you sign a deal, your your word is your bond, Terry. If you sign a deal with someone, you got you a contract. You can't just ignore get, contracts, nope, Terry. Nope. No, you can't. I, I know. I get skirting the rules a nope, bit. Nope, nope. Uh, the next review Driver this morning ran me and my kids off the road on the way to daycare. Terry. Well, okay? He says, not a courteous or responsive driver, and if their road rage represents the quality of this business, you should look elsewhere. A couple possibilities here. I he know. may have had a few. Yeah. Uh, yes. Or he really had to take one and was just hustling back to the well, shop. that's what that's I thought. He really had to poop, or maybe he was short <laughs> a, a pack of darts, and he really was desperate he nicking was for it. So. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the, your kids are not as important as his pack of darts, okay? Or the fact that he has to poop. You know what, though? Nobody ever leaves nice reviews on those things. That's fair. Where's the review that says Terry's got a lot of great stories? 
Terry plays a wicked air guitar. I mean, well, Terry's yeah. a good guy to crack a cold one with. Where Actually, are those reviews? Actually, to be fair, there are lots of positive reviews now on these types of places. So I don't know. This Terry just... He's not quite getting them yet. He's given Terry's bad name. He, well, he is, Other than yeah. the joke there. But. I was going to say, your hole is our goal. He really just focused on the tagline and not so much on his customer service, okay? The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. There's this tattoo place that I drive past often, and it's advertising $85 surprise tattoos. Oh, yeah. That's a now, thing. Really? Yeah. Okay, because I, I don't have any tattoos. I'm not the most knowledgeable person when it comes to tattoo culture. But, like, who's getting a surprise tattoo? Actually, I almost did. You almost got a surprise tattoo? A friend and I, well, there's places that have all kinds of stuff. There's, like, vending machines that you can just spew out, and then you get the tattoo that they, like, things that you can pick as prizes, and it's all just random tattoos, and you can go get them. And a friend really wanted to do that with me (laughs) once. She was like, why don't we go and do the, like, surprise whatever, which I think it was, like, a vending machine or something. Like, I was like, it's permanent, though. Wouldn't you want to pick what's going on you? Some people just really like the art. Like, tattoo isn't always about meaning, right? It's it's just about having but the art in your body. Still, you you pick the art. Like A lot of people just are cool with whatever. Wow, yeah. that surprises me. Because I was I like, know. who is getting this? Is it people with $85 to burn who d- don't care at all about I know, what goes on them? It like, seems strange because, as you said, it's permanent. But, like, that is, yeah. I mean, I... I'd be tempted. I really, I was, I almost did it with my friend. I was like, yeah, it would be a small thing, right? Like it wouldn't be something that would obviously cover my entire body, (laughs) but I was like, Well, for 85 bucks, it probably would be pretty small, right? Yeah. But I think it'd be like if someone made you a painting and you're like, okay, you have to hang this prominently in your living room and you can never take it down whether you like it or not. Yeah. I don't think many people would do that. Yeah. But yet they'll do it with a tattoo? Yeah. Tattoos are different. I and wow. I get I get both sides because I've been on either side of it, but I kind of I do get it. Like And like how much of a surprise is it really? Do you get any say at all or nope. are you like not looking and then you look down and you're like, "Oh, there it is." They well the, <laughs> before they put it on you, you'll reveal what they're going to be putting on you, okay. but then that's it. It could be anything. It could be anything. Wow. They're always like I think the one, the vending machine or whatever was, it was like common tattoos or, or like stuff that people would. What they call flash. Yeah. Like it's it? not like offensive, obviously, or anything crazy, but yeah. yeah I was going to say, you look, oh, a swastika. That's not what I wanted at all. Yeah. Yeah. A no. gang tattoo. There are some Damn. rules, this you know, is a, that it this sticks within. <laughs> yeah. Like probably the butterflies and the dolphins, the classic white girl tattoos, that kind of thing. Uh, yeah. So Surprise. That, yeah. Swastika. Surprise. You're a racist now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. So I've gotten a ton of responses to my segment last week, Fun with Fungi. It's a popular one, is it? It's hilarious how many messages I've gotten after. So we started this because, of course, The Last of Us is something that everybody's watching right now, and it's about the fungus. It starts with this fungus. So mm-hmm. I was jokingly like, well, we should talk about fungus. Everybody is talking about fungus and The Last of Us, so maybe we should start fun with fungi. So did people reach out to you with fungus information or just that they like fungus? Tons or? of people who are big fans of fungus ah. and with their own fungi facts. Fun, some fun guys and fun girls. Some fun, yes, some fun guys and fun girls messaged <laughs> So Dad's here. I have some here that 
Thanks for that, Dad. Yeah. Uh, also, yes, that is every time I say fun guy, I'm like, that's all yeah. I think of as being a fun guy. Well, it's hit us with some non-fungible information here, Shauna. Uh, well, I wanted to pass Bryce, first of all, a message. He said, loving this past week, you've had two skits on fun guy. I'm a bit of a geek when it comes to mushrooms. He is a fun guy. He said, there's tons of health benefits and I grow my own at home. So uh, he just wanted to say lion's mane is one of his favorites because it helps with things like Alzheimer's, dementia. It's known to help with that. Is he talking about... Magic mushrooms? No. Psilocybin mushrooms? No, he's talking about uh, just uh, mushrooms that you can grow at home. Yeah, they're very good for you, health-wise. And then he says, I like reishi mushrooms. They help boost your immune system. So thanks for listening, Bryce. And he was like, please continue. And if you do, I'd, I'd be a big fan. Uh, and then I got a message from somebody who was talking about how she took, or he took, I didn't catch their name, but a plants course at UBC... Okay. And they said, great course. The prof dressed as Darwin at Halloween and Santa at Christmas, and he ran his own mushroom hunts or <laughs> rambles, as they're called. And I was like, that is the most BC thing I've ever yeah, heard. No Everything kidding. about this. Didn't wear shoes to class. It was great. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but then this person said that uh, 400 million years ago, the earth used to be covered in giant mushrooms. And so Whoa. I got digging into this a little more, and you can find pictures of this stuff. It, it, humongous fungus is what they were called, but they were... Like 20, actual photos from the time? Well, no, but like <laughs> renders, obviously, because <laughs> right. they actually found a fossil of one of them, and so they could render what they thought they looked at. But 24 feet high... What? What do I search? Is how big. Just look up... Uh, they're called... What's the word for them? Protaxites, or just actually giant mushroom. Look that up. It'll it'll come up. Giant mushroom. Okay. But they're called protaxites, uh, and yeah, they could get as big as three feet wide, and they were existing wow. before, uh, like plants even really colonized the earth. And people think that fungi are kind of the reason we have the plants we do today, because fungi can actually break down rock and make fertile soil out of rock. Fungi can break down rock? They can break down rock, they found over time, and actually make soil. So people are saying that without fungi, we wouldn't have those plants because it wouldn't have the fertile soil. That's pretty cool. I remember reading once that when wood first evolved, when mm -hmm. plants with woody stems first evolved, there was no fungus around to break that down. So it just kind of piled up for a while. Interesting. And then the fungus caught up and was able to... Yep. Like when you pull out a plant now, you know those little white fibers that you see on uh -huh. the roots of plants? That's fungus. That's all. Okay. And it's yeah. all kind of nutrient, like it helps the plants and makes them have nutrients. And it's all because of the fungi. Look at what fungus does. I'm a big fan. I think we all are. I'm a fun guy, fun girl over you're, here. You're a fun girl. I'm, I'm a fun, fun guy. Girl, yep. <laughs> oh, God. We're having fun. Bad jokes. We so are much having fun. fun. With podcast. I was at the dentist last week, and the guy cleaning my teeth said something quite profound. Oh. He was asking about radio and such, which often happens when people find out where we work. And totally. He was telling me about his own listening habits, which also often happens when people find out where we work. Mm -hmm. uh, but he was talking about how he doesn't like intrusions into the vehicle in the form of some of this new tech, like the idea of a connected car or a self-driving car. He's not down with any of that. And I hadn't really heard anyone say that before, but as he, he, as he put it, this was his quote, the vehicle is the last bastion of solitude. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that is true. I mean, if you, other than for people who you know live alone or work alone, yep. if you live with other people, if you have a family, if you, like some of the only alone time you'll get is in the vehicle. That's deep. It's it is. Though. I hadn't really thought about that. Yeah. I am rarely alone in my life other than when I'm driving. There's always somebody around. Mm -hmm. You know, I see you and then I go home and my family's there. And But it's the commute to and from here 
when I'm by myself. Yep. And I really value that time. Totally. It's special time. <laughs> it's Beckler's special it's time. Special I don't want to know. I, I don't want to know what you do in there. Yeah. My podcast, mm-hmm. my music. I can just, you know, I don't have to talk to anybody. Get wild. It's, yeah. So I, I was thinking about that and I was like, I think that makes the decision to choose us as what you, as your, you know, your listening choice for your commute for that, that very valuable time. Yeah. I think it makes that even more special. Yeah. It's true. You pick spending your private time on us. Yeah, you don't get much time by yourself. Wow. And if you're hanging out with us, well, that's that's really cool. So, I, th- I mean, this dental hygienist has changed the way that I will view my commute forever because I used to kind of see it as a pain in the ass. And now I'm like, oh, I got to drive 20, 25 minutes down to work. And now I'm like... No, this is me time. I do love driving. This is funny nice time. Because I live right downtown, so I don't drive very often. And it is, it's a treat. Yeah, I, yeah, it's I was a like, treat. Oh my God, I can go on a drive? <laughs> what? Listen to my music and be in my own. This is a very deep hygienist you have there. Oh, yeah, I was like, this is great. Philosopher slash <laughs> dental hygienist. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. A friend of mine just cut his finger off. Oh no. Yeah. How? He did it in a saw accident. Oh uh, and he's fine, like obviously, but uh, yeah, he's just uh, he's a digit short now. Damn, geez, I don't like to hear that. No. Someone who works with saws, but I know. Uh, it's also a sobering reminder to be very, very careful. All the totally, time, not get complacent. Yeah, yeah, make wow. sure you're you're careful with your tools. Uh, I was thinking about this though. Would would you consider losing a digit to be a dad badge? <laughs> Like, I mean, it's mostly dads who lose fingers, right? Yeah, not a lot of moms losing fingers. Not a lot of moms losing fingers. Historically. No. Maybe now that there are more women entering the trades, we're going to see more women missing fingers. Yeah, with a digit short. but Equal opportunity and all. Yep, yep. I know a lot of dads that that are one finger short, and I'm just like, it's a a strange dad badge, but it it is. You know what? I'm going to push back a little on this one, because I think losing a finger is more of an old boy thing. Hmm. Like these days, safety protocols and even the safety features on a lot of tools are a lot better than they were. Yeah. Like there are so many old farmers kicking around that are missing fingers because it was just a more dangerous job back then, I think. And it's still dangerous if you're not careful. Although I looked up the majority of finger cutoff injuries and it's with tools. It's like... Oh, for sure. But yeah. Like, but not, because I, I, I thought it would as, be like farming kind of tools and that kind of, in, in, like, instead, but no, it's it's like saw injuries is mm. one of the big ones. Yeah, and you know, some of the woodworking about. forms I'm part of, there are people that are missing fingers or Which is post. why, yeah, some of them now, don't the, like, saw sensor? Yeah, there's a company called SawStop, Which and they run amazing. a current through the blade, and when, when it detects any contact with a finger, but also, like, a nail in a board or something, it'll hit this break. And people escape like with just a little nick instead of missing their whole. It's incredible. Which is great it's for our incredible digits. technology. The fact that that thing is awesome. Yeah, we're we're, we're not going to be losing many fingers uh, anymore. But. but I think like so many people now in the trades take safety so yeah. seriously, oh, you and have to. the companies stress it. And I yeah. think so many workers too realize that like your job is not worth maiming yourself or disabling yourself over, right? So, yeah. uh, which is an excellent thing. And that's why um, it's mostly in your own garage and stuff, right? Yeah, like it's that's not true. At work anymore. It's, <laughs> it's the handyman, it's right? It's your own, yeah, your so own tools. Could we expand this to be like not necessarily losing a finger, but just like a handyman injury? Yeah, I suppose or you could. A yeah. handy person injury. Open it up, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but that is not so. You're right. Not so much a dad badge in that 
in that regard. It, but, it could be. Dad's yeah. still, he's maybe tackling a job that he doesn't have the right tools for, or he's, he's got no business doing. He's still for sure at the top of the list. Yeah, it goes dads and then, and then himself. kids slamming doors in their fingers. Those are the two, I think, top for, for <laughs> losing a finger. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Good morning. It's, uh, well, I'm just going to call myself Twist Some Nuts Terry because. <laughs> Twist Some Nuts Terry. Twist Some Nuts Terry, yeah. what's going on? Yeah, uh, not much. I, I'm the one that chopped off my tip of a finger with an axe, oh. also, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Tell us how that happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we were getting the family Christmas tree, and we had just pulled up to a spot out at Burnt Timber, and for some dumb reason, I was in a hurry. Jumped out of the truck, started chopping kindling, and the last piece moved, oh. and my finger was in the way. Oh. It, was, it was so quick. My axe was so sharp and whatnot, so it was just uh. like, and I'm just like, hey, guys, I'm pretty sure I just lopped off a chunk of my finger or my finger, and then uh, I held it, got some paper towel, blacked out a couple times. <laughs> Um, oh, like from yeah. the, blacked out from pain or just from like the from idea? The of it, yeah. 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 yeah, and then the wife was making fun of me, saying, "Oh, you're just a you're just a wuss. You blacked out." And I'm like, "Look, it's been like 20 years since I've rode my BMX, and I used to thrash myself every day on that thing. Uh-huh. So pain was nothing. This, it hurt. It hurt. And it's it, a different like, kind of thing, isn't it? Like if you're totally. missing part of yeah. you, like oh man, dude. The initial, the initial off it went. It was it was clean like butter. It was like zip off it went, and I'm like, oh. Well, that sucks. And it wasn't until I got the paper towel on it and then switched to, uh, thank God, my buddy had a fresh first aid kit. Yeah. Um, to the bandage there. And then I basically bandaged it up and tied it really tight. And we continued on with our day. Was got it enough Christmas of it? Tree. Did, did, you keep, did you keep the part of the finger that got lobbed off? or No. No, it, it literally did, like, skin the tip. If you look at my oh, finger, okay. it's literally just like a little chunk, but it sucked. Oh. So you didn't take any bone together, with it or anything? Right? No, 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 no. Not like Ugh. my buddy's dad who shot his thumb off with a crossbow. Oh, so, man. No, oh, I was God. after that one, too, man. And that, that one was gross because it, like, serrated his thumb. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. I've seen a few. I've seen a few fingers go bye-bye. You've wow. seen a few digi-bye-byes. Okay, good, <laughs> yep. good. Yep. We got a few other messages from some people who said they have either damn near lost a finger or, you know, saw accidents, shop teachers missing fingers, that sort of thing. Yeah. Someone mentioned uh, gym injuries. Yeah. Like, yeah, when you're dealing with a lot of weight, gym if you get pinched. Stuff. Yep. Yep. Well, I've done that before just with smaller weights, but I've pinched the, the like my fingers and caused these nasty blood blisters mm-hmm. a few different times. It's gross and it hurts. Ugh. I was at the hospital one time for something and it was like a shared room with a curtain and the girl next to me, I could hear explaining that she was in there for her toe. She had dropped a, a plate on her toe at the gym, oh. um, which could, yeah, if you dropped it wrong, that could take your toe off, I bet. Yep. Um, also, she's throwing around 45s. I wanted to see the rig on this girl. I know. <laughs> Can I get a look at your rig? Let me let me see your rig. How much weight are you moving over there? Yeah, let me see your body. I'm lucky let's I've never had a, a close call in my shop yet. Um, I'm pretty That's careful. Good. Yeah. But it that I mean that doesn't really matter. There are like I, this these forums I'm part of, guys are like, I'm a 35 year woodworker and I put my hand in the table saw today and like it just takes like a split second of not paying attention and that's it. I'm shocked so. my dad hasn't lost a digit. He had a huge shop growing up, and he was a constantly doing woodwork, and he luckily hasn't either. He's done a lot of other dumb things to himself, but not that. Yeah. Yeah. The one, I'm generally pretty careful to use push sticks and everything, but the one thing I do that I shouldn't do is sometimes I'll wear gloves, 
And you're not supposed to wear gloves when you're working with any kind of tool that rotates because it can, yeah. the word is de-glove you. And don't look up pictures of de-gloving. It's disgusting. That's how my but friend lost his finger. He was oh. wearing gloves. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, some days, what are the, what's the option? It's like, if you have to get work done. Yeah. And it's cold. Yeah. Too cold to work without gloves. It's true. Um, I'm, not, I'm lucky to have the thumb on this hand because I had it slammed in a door when I was seven. But they were able to reattach it and... But it doesn't really work. So. Uh, car doors are a lot better than they used to be because of all the like rubber. Because oh, I actually really? I slammed my three fingers in a door, like fully in a car door. Yeah. And like slammed fully shut, and I went into like a bit of shock, so I couldn't actually explain what had happened for a second. So I was just like, ow, ow, and my friends didn't realize, but I was kind of still holding on to it. And the door was fully shut, and the mom was like pulling away. And eventually they were like, oh my God. And pulled up, but they were totally fine. Like it, it hurt, like I lost feeling, and like I it was really weird feeling, but all that rubber and stuff in there protects it. So you, you can actually full out slam your hand wow. in a car door now, and you're not going to. Don't recommend it. So I wouldn't do it. No. We we pinched Brigham's fingers in the door one time in the vehicle, but his fingers were small enough that it didn't do anything. Oh, so, yeah. oh, that's scary, man. Ugh, yeah. Nope. Keep all your fingers if you can. Yep. It's great having 10 of them. Yeah, 10, <laughs> ten are good. 10's yeah. the number that you want, if possible. I mean, I wouldn't mind an extra one either, but... What would you do with it? I don't know. Just I feel weird like... Weird stuff? More grippy. Yeah, yeah. You could really get into some weird finger stuff. Finger butt stuff. <laughs> really choke up on a bat, hey? Yeah, oh. <laughs> I got extra grip over here, okay? <laughs> Two opposable thumbs, not one. Oh, my word. Thumbing. Oh, my word. Yeah, we just thumbing over here. Well, take those extra fingers and click on over to shanehomes.com. Get a look. In, which, there we go. Mm. There we go. Oh, can you imagine the diddling I could do with an extra... Sorry, You're fiddling. 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 Yeah, that's the word we use, which never should. I wonder, uh, do you think if you had extra fingers and you had full control over them, would you like? Would it be an advantage to playing stringed instruments? I think that's, so. Yeah? You'd, well, you'd have to hone in your craft, but I think you definitely could. Yeah. Wow. An extra full finger. Heck How yeah. How do I compete with that? Oh, man. Maybe we'll start evolving to have more fingers. You know, if you uh, sleep with enough cousins, you could probably evolve to have an extra... <laughs> <laughs> Hang on under the power lines... Hook yeah. up with your cousins, <laughs> you know. Let's, let's do it. Let's wow. Do it. Okay. The sacrifices <laughs> the Saskies are making. That's why. They want to be better at diddling. ShaneHomes.com. <laughs> Check out their affordable customization. They allow you to alter some of their floor plans to a certain degree. It's like to- you can alter your hands if you sleep with your cousins. <laughs> Sorry. If you're looking at a new build, talk to Shane Holmes first and see what they can offer you in terms of their affordable customization. ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I saw this question online yesterday, Shauna, and I was trying to think of my response. I thought I'd float it to you. Okay. So what is your biggest financial mistake? Hmm. So the guy in the video who was being interviewed, this is on TikTok, he said uh, it was his ex-girlfriend. That's pretty She funny. cost him a lot of money, fancy trips and dinners and A lot and of stuff. ex-wives uh, also oh, would be yeah. listed. Yep. Yeah. yeah, if you had an expensive divorce, divorce. or... Yep. What mm-hmm. about you, though? Have you ever made a really bad financial decision? Well, my condo, right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I mean, that's... Your condo not, has cost you a lot of money, hasn't it? It's cost me it? a lot of money. Uh, but... Yeah, I mean, that can be argued either way, because I'm tossing money away to rent if I'm not owning anyway. True. So, uh, yeah... I would probably say when I got uh, a bit of an inheritance from my grandmother and I blew the whole thing. Uh, yeah, I got 35000 bucks and just 
You were in university, right? In university, and I it used it on, on booze and buying everybody else things because I, for a while, wanted to feel like a baller. Although then, you know, I made a lot of people happy doing it that way, so I was like, maybe I don't regret it that much. You spread some joy? I did. Like, I haven't luckily gone into large amounts of debt, which I know a lot of people have, and so I've, I'm quite grateful for that. I see how you could look at it that way, though. Like, that's a windfall that most people will not get Yeah, in my their parents lives. were so mad when they really? found out. But I was like, well, you also kind of, you let me have that <laughs> money. <did> and <laughs> You knew that this was going to happen. Like, I don't know what you expected to happen. I had 35 grand in university. Okay? Wow. Come on. But I guess, yeah, if you look at it like, hey, that kept you out of debt. Is it? Otherwise, then that's, why, yeah. that's not the worst thing in the world, right? Because debt can be crippling for people. So. It sure can. What about you? I was trying to think of that. Um... Because I own a, me and McKenna own a townhouse in Edmonton that has just done nothing but lose money. You know, yeah. like the, as soon as we bought it, the value started declining and we lose money on the rent every month. But I think eventually we'll sell it and then see, you know, the return on our investment like that. Yeah. But uh, probably should not have bought that place in hindsight. Yes. So we're just making the best of it. Um, totally. That's exactly with my condo right now. It's, yeah. Yeah. But if you uh, wait long enough, real estate should be a decent investment, right? If you, you get given so. enough time. Condos I always wonder about just because of condo fees and mm. the special assessments that, uh, I mean, I've been dealing with it. Luckily, right. you hope you don't get those, but I, everybody I know who has a condo also gets these special assessments that come along. So I don't know. So uh, other than that, I would, I was thinking like maybe the first drink that I ever had, <laughs> if I had just never, ever had my first drink, yeah. I would have, I don't know. $100,000 extra. Like, I, I would hate to know what I've spent on partying and its residuals totally. over my lifetime. It would be it'd be a disgusting number, right? Yep. So, but I mean, a lot of friends, a lot of memories. I was going to say. Would I have my wife? Would yep. I have any of this, right? That's it. So, and yeah, it's even like, yeah, going out and spending money on food and stuff. Yeah, it's all part of enjoyment. I like it. Yeah. I, yeah. You can't take it with you, right? Nope. You cannot take it with you. No, you can't. It's about the experiences. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. So the World Baseball Classic is going on right now. And uh, Beckler, I don't know. Did you see the clip from Shohei Otani's home run? When Is that the one where he hit the ad of himself? Uh, There's a big I, ad of him out in the outfield and he put it off his own body? I think so. As, okay. Yeah. So what happened after is a, a fan caught it, of course, as they do with these home run balls. Um but instead of hiding it or being escorted out of the stadium, which sometimes happens when you catch a ball that's worth a lot of money, yep. the fan passed the ball around the stadium. Really? So there's all this Im this footage of this pan fan and these this ball has been passed down and people are taking photos with it and it got back to him. No so way. He was just <laughs> sharing the. That would never happen in North America. This happened in in Japan. It was at the Tokyo Dome, I believe. Okay. But yeah, uh, it's just they're just cut from a different cloth. They there. sure are. They, That's insane. Like, where else could you do that? Nowhere. Absolutely like someone nowhere. would be gone with that ball so fast. Oh my God, it's it's insane. Like again, people get escorted out of the stadium. If you catch a ball that's worth a lot of value, there are times where you will actually get escorted out because people are like, "You'll attack be, you. They'll try to steal to, it." There's people who steal balls from children. Like that's what <laughs> happens here. And then there, they're like, "Oh, we'll pass this ball nicely along." And then you see people taking like selfies with the ball and stuff move it to the next fan, and then it gets back to the dude who... So everyone it. can share in the moment, and everyone yeah. just has enough trust and respect that it'll 
get back to its rightful owner. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Like, yeah, that's impressive. That and then like, you know, the, the Japanese fans all clean up the stadium after the game. They leave it absolutely right. spotless too. Like just so much difference there. It's what unbelievable. A what a people. We actually, I went to a baseball game in Japan and I helped clean up. It was the craziest thing. Everybody just turned around and so we're like, well, we'll, We'll help clean too. So we're just scooping stuff up and putting it in the garbage as we leave the stadium. And you're like, wow, this is amazing. And here we leave the stadiums a mess. Well, this is what I was thinking also. Like the culture here. Have you ever thought about how we actually eat the messiest snacks possible at our stadiums? <laughs> Popcorn, nachos with cheese and salsa. Peanuts, where you, <laughs> peanuts. you spit out all... Like, the point is to actually chew all the peanuts and then everything else gets dropped onto the ground. And then we have the stickiest, stickiest drinks as well. We just add pop and beer, and then you put that all over the floor, and then just so you can stick all the peanuts and the, the kernels, and it all goes everywhere. I'm like, what are we doing? And then as we're leaving, we fart, spit on the floor. Absolutely. You know, maybe get in a fight with someone on the way out. Everybody has their own bag of popcorn. At the end, you're like, I'm going to kick this right down and put the kernels for everybody to deal oh, with later. Japan like, would be horrified by what us. What is wrong with us here? <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Friend of the show, Payton, sent me this Lord of the Rings meme and I haven't stopped laughing at it. Um, I don't expect you to fully appreciate it, Shauna, as someone who hasn't taken the journey that is the trilogy, but... Right. Um, yeah, okay. I still think maybe you'll find it funny. So, do you know what an Urukai is? Nope. So, that's an Urukai. It's Sauron's oh, yeah. twisted half-orc, half-man, half-elf... Weird-looking thing. Yeah. Uh, warriors, yeah. So, anyway, there's a scene in the Two Towers where the Urukai have Merry and Pippin. They've captured them, and Aragorn, Gimli, and Legolas are in hot pursuit. And this is a, there's a very famous scene here that's... What is it? What do you smell? Man flesh. Man flesh. They picked up our trail. And then they take off even faster. So I guess a few years ago, someone online took that scene and dubbed it over with regular voices. And I just died. What is it? What do you smell? Man flesh. Jeez. Oh my stop. Did he say man flesh? They've picked up our trail. Drat. <laughs> Aragorn. <laughs> let's go. Yeah, let's go. Good. Oh man, I haven't stopped laughing at that. I again I don't I'm not gonna lie, find even it the, as funny. The original clip when he said man flesh, I was man like, that's flesh. a weird thing to say. Because <laughs> he smells on man flesh. What is it? What do you smell? Man flesh. No, it's oh, a geez. creepy thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> the Bangler and Shauna podcast. Etymology with Shauna. This is kind of a random one, but I got thinking about where the word tea comes from, as in sipping tea. Uh, so the word originally comes from China, and they think it may have. That's even, where they have all the tea. Of course, yeah, which makes perfect sense, right? But uh, it they they think it may have actually been dra. But by the time it made contact with Europe, the pronunciation had changed. And this is just another edition of telephone. Mm -hmm. So most of China pronounces it cha, but some coastal regions then say te. Then the Portuguese heard it and they called it cha, but the Dutch heard tea. And eventually that's how the English got tea from the the Dutch pronunciation of what they thought. Uh, But a lot of other places call it chai. Well, I was going to say, is that chai tea or whatever? And that's where we get chai tea from. Okay. 
which is really dumb because when you think about it, when we say chai tea, we're just saying tea tea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's very silly as well. But yeah, almost every single language calls tea something derived from one of those two words based on where or who they first imported the tea through. Okay. So it kind of changed based on, yeah, if you import it from this person, they heard that, and that's what you call it because of what they thought it was. And so it's all just So you could almost follow T's spread uh-huh. around the world based on how it's pronounced in different places. Yeah. That's so cool. It's crazy. Yeah. That's one of the coolest things about language is how it evolves and how, like, oh, this place will be cut off for a while, so their language changes in this way. And- yeah. And we've talked so many times with so many different etymologies, and it's all yeah, just based on these hilarious, you know, games of telephone. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I thought that that person who doesn't speak my language said it this way, so that's what I'm going to go with. And then you look back, you're like, that's not how, whatever, it's what you heard. So okay. Over centuries and across the right. whole yeah. planet, right? Yeah, and just they keep transforming. and <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. Etymology with Shauna. Beckler and Shauna podcast. There was an article in the Beaverton yesterday, which is a satirical news site. It's Canada's less funny version of The Onion, in yeah. my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the article was titled, New Morning Radio Crew Doesn't Play Music or Talk, Just Laughs and Laughs. <laughs> which, <laughs> I'll give that one to the Beaverton. That's a funny concept. They actually had the, another one. It's funny you mentioned this because they had another one that I thought was pretty funny. Yeah, maybe yeah. they're on a bit of a roll. Yeah, here. they've got a couple recently that are good. Okay. Here's the odd thing, though. If you read this article, the station they decided to satirize yeah. is, is an actual station in Calgary and an actual morning show. It's one of our competitors. So normally a satirical outlet would just to make Eric, up a fake station weird. and a fake name. So it strikes me as strange that they would use... Real names. Are they based out of Calgary? How would they even know about the... Maybe the writer was? Yeah. I'm not sure. Interesting. But, you know, like even when we rip on stations that do the radio epidemic, yeah. we'll join the conversation thing. Like, we don't typically call them out by name. No. Um, oh, it's strange. Interesting. For the sake of this joke, uh, this this article, um, the morning show has been replaced with a fictional show called Benny Chantel and Dr. Chaz, <laughs> and all they do is laugh. That's pretty funny. It's just super funny. Yeah. Because I think like for years in our industry, a morning show was like two dumb, edgy dudes and then a hot girl who was like the laugh track, laugh track. and would yep. tell them to stop. Definitely. And, yeah. Um, thankfully, the industry has kind of moved away from that. Yes. Uh, but <laughs> the idea of here's what the article says. Previous morning show hosts so-and-so laughed plenty, said station manager Jason Reed, but they wasted so much airtime talking. <laughs> but the new morning crew, Benny Chantel and Dr. Chaz, get to the good stuff without a word. Oh, my God. In violation of Canadian broadcasting regulations, the team doesn't read the news, report the weather, or give traffic updates. Just they just laugh. laugh. So That's good. I mean, it would be a lot easier than coming up with something to say, wouldn't it? it? Sure you want to give this yeah. a try, Shauna? Yeah, for sure. So we oh, grab the ass end of this metric song with this play. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Hey, hey, what did you learn today? My brother messaged me last night and he's like, How would you figure out what the opposite point of any place on the earth is? And I was like, that's a good question. He's like, if you were to, you know, the proverbial dig to China, like if yeah. you were to dig straight down, how did you figure out where you'd end up? So I looked it up. It's called an antipode. 
And that's the opposite point of any point on the planet. Okay. Now, for most of North America, we don't have an antipode because it's just in the ocean. There's no antipode on land for most of North America, with a few exceptions. Um, way up north, like Tuktoyaktuk and Inuvik, they have a corresponding point on the opposite side of the world in, in Antarctica. Okay. And then there's a tiny little island in the South Indian Ocean called Kerguelen Islands, also known as Desolation Islands. And the opposite point of that spot on the earth is Medicine Hat. Oh, so it's one of the few places on the North American continent that has a corresponding antipode on land. That's cool. Years ago, there was an internet trend where people would make earth sandwiches, where you'd find someone near your antipode and you'd both put a piece of bread on the ground and take a photo of it. And then you've made a sandwich of the That's earth. That's so good. Yeah. So you go if you. There's really nowhere to like for most of Alberta to find the antipode. It's just in the middle of the ocean. But I thought that was cool for Medicine Hat. So interesting. Yeah. Uh, this is really really quick. But um, I'm reading Harry Potter's her Harry Potter. That's funny. Prince Harry's uh, biography right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, one thing that's very strange. You you just kind of it uncovers some things about the royal family that you're just like things you never think about and you it's a tell-all isn't it well yeah but um one thing is that prince or or, uh king charles Mm -hmm. is obsessed with smelling things (laughs) like really into really so he would like would constantly be sniffing the boy's hair like he'd come and just like and i was Hmm. just like that's super weird like these are just little things but he was constantly like smelling everything he just loved the scent of everything but i guess he also had a very like powerful cologne that he used to wear and so the joke was that he loved smelling stuff and it's like it's probably because everything was overpowered by this obnoxious cologne that he used to wear he burnt his nostrils he burnt his nostrils on his, his, his own cologne so he really had to get get right in the boy's hair that like mm, I want to smell that it's yeah weird. I probably wouldn't have printed that myself nope. about my dad I no. probably wouldn't have sewered the guy like that well but, you know they, here so. we are so <laughs> yeah I really like sniffing things You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at x929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.